Hey everyone, uh, welcome to the Sound of Crowd podcast. I go by the name of Adrian Daniels. And if this is your first time listening, welcome. This is the show where we speak with top Ghanaian founders, entrepreneurs, and creatives worldwide with the aim of leaving you with meaningful takeaways that you can apply in your life, business, and career. Uh, for today's show notes, please head over to thesoundofacrowd.com forward slash parkwasi. That's thesoundofacrowd.com forward slash parkwasi. That's P A A. K-W-E-S-I. Is that correct? Yeah, that's fine. Awesome. Yeah. So today I'm joined by Park Kwesi. He's a keynote speaker, digital entrepreneur, personal development coach, marketing and management consultant. I mean, he does a lot, as you can just hear by um, the, the summary I've just given you. Um, he's also a LinkedIn expert and a, and a fantastic, fantastic public speaker as well, and a youth empowerment leader and a Gen Z influencer. So this man obviously does so many things wrapped up into one. Park Kwesi, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you, Adrian. Welcome back yeah. into the show, actually, yeah. because... This is my second time. Exactly. Yeah. This is your second time back in the show. I know yeah. I got you in the show last year, but yeah. I wanted you in season five so that people can actually feel your aura in the video itself. Yeah. So this is exactly what I wanted, and here you are today, yeah. and I'm so happy to have you in the flesh, which is right. what I wanted yeah, when we right. spoke those months ago. How are you doing, man? How are you I'm feeling? I'm doing great. Um, I think I'm just warming up into the new year. Yeah. Just thinking about a few things. I haven't really got into the new year like that. How about you? <laughs> yeah, um, I think I'm warming up as well. I'm excited yeah. for the new year. Um, I mean, of course, it's an interesting year because of everything that's happening in the world. But in the midst of everything that's going on, we're just trying to stay positive. You know, that's the most important thing. Mm. Yeah. So, Park Wasey, um, yeah. for the sake of the audience that doesn't know much about you, could you just give them maybe a under 60 second pitch about yourself okay so that's fine normally when i'm supposed to speak about myself i don't know i feel i can speak about myself for so long okay <laughs> so my name is park Casey Folsom. i'm a continental keynote speaker leadership coach personal development coach i do marketing management consulting and basically i'm just somebody who wants to help people become better versions of themselves so i mean that's really about me anything that is going to help somebody become better better than they were yesterday. That's me. That's who I am. So in a nutshell, that's, that's just about me. And I'm a very calm person. I love fashion. That's one thing a lot of people don't know about me. See with, your, yeah, see with your bomber jacket. jacket. <laughs> bomber jacket in a crowd, right? Yeah. <laughs> Even though it's warm outside. <laughs> Definitely fashion. Yeah. yeah. So I'm a fashion person. I actually used to be a model. Mm. So I have that side of me. But then when it comes to business, I'm really somebody who's outspoken. Um, I love to speak on issues. I love to help people and just use my voice as a medium to impact people. And that's who I am. Oh, yeah. man. I mean, this is why you're back on the show, because yeah. I think you're just an infectious ball of energy. You bring so much positivity and um, so much um, presence into the room. So mm. I'm so excited to have you back on the show, Parkway. Thank Racing. you so much. Thank Great. You so much. I think the audience knows a little bit about you. Um, let's let's talk about some of the, the public speaking conferences that you featured in recent. So I think there was two towards the end of 2022. Yeah. I think you appeared in maybe a few public speaking uh, summits and conferences. Yeah. Is that correct? Yeah. Let's talk about the Possibilities Conference 2022. Okay. Could you tell us a little bit about what happened there and why wow. and what you're speaking about? I think I think the Possibilities Conference it happened in December. You know, December was actually a very packed year, packed month for me, especially when it came to public speaking engagements. I was full. I think I spoke about. Eight times. Whoa. Yeah. In this one month? Yeah, one Gee, month. And That's these were all invitations. Yeah, invitations. I, Fantastic. I, it, was, it, was, it was overwhelming, really. But the Possibilities Conference was really, I think, for me, it was 
it was it was the highlight conference of the year for me. Yeah. You know, it was the first time I was actually among top corporates. You know, a lot of times I'm doing this with youth leaders and all of that, but this time I was actually with bankers, um, the top corporate bankers, CEOs, yeah. and I was just like the youngest person on the list. And yeah. for me, it just really spoke to how God's grace has taken me thus far. And it was, it was great. It was great. Possibilities Conference was a conference for young people where we spoke, we spoke and taught them how, how, how they should believe, you know. A lot of people do not do things in life just because they don't believe. You know, belief is so, so important. Once you take your belief away, you cannot do anything. Absolutely. And, Absolutely. Know, yeah. So I think that's what Possibilities Conference is about, just helping young people to believe practical ways of how they can really take themselves from one point to another point. And that's what it was about. Yeah, that's okay. what it was about. Okay. So, uh, I mean, on that show, I got, I got the opportunity to be on the same stage as somebody I'll call a role model. I don't know if you've heard of Kwame Aoboku. Kwame Aoboku. Futurist Kwame. Futurist Kwame. Possibly. Yeah, he's, yeah. One, he's, one, of, he's one of Ghana's top public speakers. And wow. he's the reason why I actually decided to pursue public speaking. <laughs> so, for me, it was, it was big because I didn't expect to be on the same stage as him this early. Yeah. And for me, it was big. It was, it was super big and I was... I can only be grateful to God for that oh, opportunity. Man. It was great. Uh, oh, yeah. okay, so, so that took place in Holiday Inn, and how many people turned up? To um, the conference was it know, a paid? Was it a paid conference, or was it like a no, free, free event? It was a free event. But I yeah. think it was over three hundred and fifty people. Wow, that's a yeah. lot of people. Lot so of you people. spoke in front of all of those people. Yeah, I spoke in front of all of them. Wow. How did you remove the fear factor of speaking? Um, I actually don't think I have the fear of public speaking. Okay, I do have. Everybody has fear. However. I've learned how to overshadow fear. You know, the concept of fear is that fear is not entirely negative. You know, when people talk about fear, it's like fear is so bad, it's negative, it's bad, bad. No, the thing is that fear can also be positive because if you are not scared of that snake, you are not going to get closer to it, right? So fear can actually save you from a lot of things. So for me, I don't have the fear. And I think basically the way I was able to deal with my fear was that I understood the fear of public speaking how to go around it. That's what so many people do not understand. And that's why they're still stuck in the same spot. Mm -hmm. So, you know, in fact, the word fear comes from a proto-Germanic word known as feras. Feras means danger, mm. right? And basically, if you're talking about fear, maybe you're saying public speaking puts you in danger, right? And that's not what it is. You know, the fear of public speaking actually is known as glossophobia, right? And that's what a lot of people don't know as well. No, that's glossophobia. And glossophobia is a phobia. And phobia is an anxiety <laughs> or disorder, sorry. So if a phobia is an anxiety disorder, and anxiety disorders are mental health disorders. So the thing is that to be able to deal with your fear of public speaking, you have to find a way to retune your mental framework towards public speaking. It's actually a mental health disorder, but then it's not, people don't really try and associate it with the mental health disorder. But in reality, when you're looking at things on the ground, it's a mental health disorder, not seriously, not as compared to the other ones, but it is. And you have to do something called CBT, the Cognitive Behavioral Therapy, mm. so it can help you move from there. And I think that's why I did. I had to be able to look within myself, find out what exactly was making me act a certain way when it came to public speaking. Once I found that out, it was great for me, and I was, I was able to overcome my fear of public speaking. I'd be able to help other people go through CBT processes to help them overcome the fear of public speaking. So I think for me, Fear is not a factor anymore when it comes to public <laughs> speaking. Yeah. That's fantastic, man. I mean, I think that's a fantastic breakdown of, of handling fear and what yeah. fear is all about and what fear really, really is. 
Um, so I think just listening to you, it just makes public speaking a whole lot more easier. Yeah. But I guess it's easier said than done, right? Yeah, yeah, fantastic. All right, so okay, so you spoke at the Possibilities Conference, three hundred fifty people over there, fantastic. Yeah. Um, and then you also spoke at the Career and Investment Summit. Tell us about that yeah. and what you spoke about. Wow. So <clears throat> the Career and Investment Summit. I had to go back to my school, my alma mater, Central University, for that. And okay. for, for me, that was different because I was going back to speak to the same people that I was once like them. You know, I was once in their position. I was once sitting where they were sitting for seminars. And going back there as a, as a speaker, this time not as a participant, it was different. So I was going there with the intention to really help people it was a soul-to-soul -soul thing. Let me say it like that. It was a soul-to-soul, heart-to-heart thing. I really gave my all in that particular call. I give my all in every conference, however, but it was different that day. And it, it was super great. Career and Investment Summit, I had to teach them on personal branding for career opportunities because, I mean, I experienced that firsthand while I was still in school. While I was still in school, I got about five job opportunities. Wow. People calling me that, hey, I want you. I see that you do this. You've been able to build your brand this way. I want you in my organization. I want yeah. you in your company. I was still in school. Mm -hmm. I was literally, I, I was, I hadn't even written my final exam. So have you finished Central University now? You graduated? Yeah, I'm right, I have graduated. When did you graduate from Central University? Um, in November. Congrats, in, congrats, in November. Last year, yeah? Yeah, last year. Oh, last congratulations. Year. I think when we spoke, you were still in Central University, right? No, I, I was done, but I hadn't graduated. Oh, you hadn't graduated? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now you've graduated, yeah, which yeah, is a beautiful thing to see yeah. on the other side of them. So yeah. congratulations for graduating, you. man. Thank you. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. You had, so basically, this was an opportunity for you to go back to the to speak to the same people where you used to be amongst as, yeah. as an attendee. Yeah. yeah. And there was such a powerful moment yes, for so you. I, I told them on personal branding, how to brand yourself as a student and mm -hmm. how to really make yourself visible to opportunities, you know. So many people are good, they are good at several things, but then they don't know how to explore the they know how to explore visibility and learn how they can work within its framework so that it can bring them or magnet opportunities for them. And that's what I literally show them how to do, how to really position yourself in this modern day. You know, I mean, with, with all the noise on social media, if you do not know how to position yourself, differentiate yourself and find your own USB, that is your unique selling proposition, you'll be lost. Absolutely, because yeah. there's so many people on social media that you can just be lost in the mix. Exactly. So you exactly. support to stand out. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, give us some tips. I mean, what, what are some tips? What are some things that you talked about in terms of personal branding, in terms of okay. what, what can we do to, to stand out from your perspective in terms of personal branding? What, what is some personal brand 101 things people should know when it comes okay. to personal branding? So when it comes to personal branding, first of all, know that it's about you. You know, when it comes to personal branding, everybody's now thinking about, Oh, the external things, my logo, um, um, my, my, I don't know, whatever. Do not think about the external things. Do not think about how your flyer is looking, first of all. Think about you. It starts with you. Personal branding is about two entities. It's about you and other people. So first of all, you have to do your own introspection. Find out your strengths, your weaknesses. Once you're able to do that, then you can learn, okay, so these are, this is what I'm good at, okay? So now how do I project that in a very, in a, in a great light that is actually going to position me as, a diff, as, as somebody who's different on the market. So first of all, if you can do your introspection, then you'll be great to go. You'll be good to go. Actually, I've, I actually have an acronym for the word brand. 
and I use it to and I attribute it to personal branding. So the B is for believe. First of all, you have to believe who you are. You have to believe yourself, your your strengths, your weaknesses, your capabilities, abilities, everything that um, is part of you, right? So that's what you do. The B. The R is for relevance. Now, when it comes to relevance, you have to understand the concept of relevance is subjective. That's what people don't know. What may be relevant to me may not necessarily be relevant to you, Adrian. Like, do, do you agree? I agree. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's 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 it. First of all, you have to find out. Okay. So since this is my, these are my strengths. These are my weaknesses. Mm. Okay. Now, how can I make them relevant to a marketplace? Mm. So that, that's 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 the thing about branding. A lot of people just decide that okay, so this is this is who I am. I'm just going to start giving them to an audience who, that doesn't care. You have to first find out whatever I'm giving is it relevant to the audience. If whatever you are serving the audience is not relevant, then you cannot properly brand yourself because nobody is going to really pay attention to who you are. So, so many people do things without considering the other party. That's why I said branding is about two entities. Yeah. It's about yourself and others. Please consider the other people. Once you can consider them, then you can tailor your strengths and your, and your capabilities in a way that is going to be relevant. Then the A is for appeal. Mm. You have to make yourself appealing. Your tone, your character, your English, the way you, you, your disposition, the way you carry yourself, everything about you should be appealing to another person. That, that's when the logos and all of that can come into play, right? So you have, your appeal, everything should be appealing. Then the N. The N is for narrate, okay? So you have, everybody has a brand story. Brand stories allow you to build brand equity. Mm. That's the thing. So you have to be able to narrate your stories. People love stories. Our DNA is like crave for stories. That's why uh, um, Hollywood or Netflix or all those movie production places will spend two hundred billion producing a single film, telling you a story. They are, they are, they are using two hundred billion to produce a story for you because our DNA craves stories, Absolutely. right? So you have to be able to narrate your story so that your story, your brand story will build brand equity for you. Then the D is differentiate, okay? So literally look at everybody else. Look at the creators within your circle, whoever is doing whatever you do. Now figure out the way how, figure out, just look at what they do and then try and just sit down, assess everything and then say, okay, this is what they are not doing exactly. I can plunge into this space. And once you can do that, you'll be fine. And that's the breakdown for an acronym brand that you can use that to brand yourself properly. So for anybody out there who's listening, just remember the B, the R, the A, the N, the D. So B for believe, R for relevance, A for appeal, N for narrates, D for differentiate. Thank you very much. Wow, that's, that's powerful. Podcast finished. <laughs> that was powerful, man. Yeah. We'll have the brand's acronym in the, in the show notes so you can guys can refer back to it. Yeah. So going, so, okay, so continuing on. So it was, great for you to go back and speak to you know those same people that you used to kind of be amongst as an attendee yeah yeah fantastic and was were there any other like um events i think those are maybe the two key events you spoke in towards the end of the end yeah, of yeah, last yeah, year yeah, as well yeah, yeah. was there any events last year towards the end of last year that you spoke at that you want to talk about um there was one we held um the linkedin it was a linkedin summit maximizing linkedin basically yeah. so um I mean, as somebody who has been able to explore the opportunities on LinkedIn, I was invited to a, it was a virtual summit anyway, mm -hmm. but then so many people attended, over 200 people. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for a virtual summit, that, that's big. That's yeah, a lot. That's, yeah, big. Yeah. that's a lot of people. That's a lot of people yeah. So it was, it was great. And for, for me, I think I've, over the time, I've had a lot of LinkedIn summits and I mean, it was just great to see people come out with testimonies and all of that as well. And it just reminds me of my very first LinkedIn webinar. 
um, in in June was it June? Yeah, my very first LinkedIn based webinar, and it, the testimonies that came out of that webinar was crazy. It was, when was this webinar? Um, it was in June. It was in June. I actually had two speakers. Yeah, twenty twenty two. Yeah, twenty twenty two. So I actually had two speakers. Okay. One of them was my uncle, okay. my very own uncle. Oh, how your uncle? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uncle knows about LinkedIn. Yeah, 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 he knows, yeah. I think he has about twelve thousand followers. That's not bad. It's yeah. not bad this whole yeah. year. It's not bad. So yeah. I think he and LinkedIn has done a lot for him. I think through LinkedIn, he was able to get a, an opportunity to be a permanent resident in Canada mm. through some job opportunities and all of that. So LinkedIn does a lot for people. It so does, yeah. that so that other seminar was great. Maximizing LinkedIn. I talked about how you can literally um, optimize your profile, mm-hmm. um, gain a massive audience, all of that. Yeah. So what's some, so just as we spoke about personal branding, Parkway, what's some kind of like LinkedIn 101 tips you would give to someone who doesn't really use LinkedIn consistently, doesn't really know how to use them to maximize it? What are some tips you would give to someone to optimize their profile, build a network and leverage opportunities on LinkedIn? Okay, that's actually a broad question. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So just some, I mean, okay, can, yeah, I'll, I'll I guess you can that. simplify it. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, that's true. For okay. starters, maybe some starting out tips okay. for people. All right. So first of all, you have to start by optimizing your profile, as he said in his question. So the thing is that optimi- optimization of your profile gives you the necessary visibility as somebody, as, as a person who is establishing yourself on social media presence. Mm-hmm. So, so just imagine your Facebook profile, your Facebook profile without a profile picture. People will think you're a scammer, right? So it all goes out <laughs> to all of that. You have to show. Is that true? Yeah. So true. Yeah. yeah. You have to show exactly who you are, what you do, and show it and write everything in a great in a, in a great light. So, for example, what you can do is that you just get your headline. You you learn all these things. So your headline is what people see about you first. In your headline, you can actually use that to sell yourself, sell sell whoever you are. So in my headline, I have. I help personal brands expand and monetize on LinkedIn. So that's my that's my first that's the first sentence you see when you open my profile. Mm-hmm. So that's what I want to show to people. So optimization is basically about you showing yourself to people, letting people know who you are. You're just opening the door, say, okay, this is who I am, this is I'm Adrian, this is who I am. Mm-hmm. So basically that's what optimization is about. So get a good profile picture, preferably from your head up just get anything i mean you don't really need a professional photographer you can just use your phone get to get a nice wall plain wall just yeah. take a picture get your headline straight get your about section straight get a haircut <laughs> <laughs> yeah and basically that but then one thing after optimization of your profile it doesn't end there that's where a lot of people get confused absolutely you know they just optimize their profile and sit down there and think okay now the followers are going to raking right it doesn't work like that it comes with a lot of work it comes with strategy mm-hmm. it comes with uh, so many things so yeah. okay so after optimization of your profile the next thing you should be thinking about is building a network you need to build a network you need to build a relevant network one there's one way you can build a network is especially a relevant network. What, what I did first of all when I joined LinkedIn was that I looked for, at the time when I joined LinkedIn, I mm-hmm. wanted to build as a leader, right? I was posting leadership content. I used to write something called 30, day, 30 Days of Leadership. So that's what really actually plunged me and gave me the necessary visibility because as I, as I always say, content it gives you a seat among the table of kings. So mm. it gives you, you know, content is really, content reviews your substance, that's mm-hmm. the thing. So you have to post so that people can know what exactly you are made up of, right? Absolutely. So, right, so from optimization, you have to now think of, build after you build your network, then you have to now start 
generating content. You need to, you need content so that you can get seen. Without content, nobody's going to see who you are. You have to pay. Yeah, I, I mean, it's I said you have to pay. You have to be able to feed your audience. Once you've built your network, okay. I think I was at the hashtag phase. Sorry, I just, I just forgot. So, okay. Yeah. So I used to post leadership content. So what I did was that I got a hashtag, right? Leadership. And then I started following people who were under that hashtag because what that means is that once you're using the hashtag leadership, what happens is that you are interested in leadership. So I was building a tailored audience. That's what okay, I was doing. I got so, you, yeah. yeah. So when I started posting the leadership content, yeah. now I had an audience that was that was actually interested in whatever I was doing. So when I was posting, mm -hmm. it became relevant. You remember the R and the brand, the acronym? relevance so when i started posting it was relevant to them and those people because you know on linkedin when so many people began begin to like your picture or begin to like your post then it gets more reach and all of that and that's how i literally built Fantastic. yeah that's how i literally built. So that's, that's what one thing you can do find a, a relevant hashtag try and pick and choose who are some of the people just look through their profiles i mean it may take some time but look through people's profiles and find who, whoever you think is worthy connect with them build an audience around that and then mm. start posting relevant content mm. on that and literally those same people who you connected with are literally going to push your message and you'll get the necessary visibility 100 percent. and that's 100%. what i can give for anybody who's starting on LinkedIn. <laughs> so you build you optimize your profile build your network start mm -hmm. posting content and you'll be good to go that's me. it. Wow, it's fantastic. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that um, yeah. with the audience. How many followers do you have on LinkedIn? Um, I don't know. I think last I checked, I was on 9,200. Okay. So you're about to hit 10,000 soon. Yeah, right. I'm, I'm on almost 6,000, so I'm wow. chasing you now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. And I did this in, it's, it's, not, it's not been nine months yet. Right. Yeah, it's not been nine months so yet. So you think, but yeah, so within a year, you're going to have like 10, plus 10,000. Yeah, yeah. I'll, fantastic. I'll, I mean, a few weeks. Yeah. Two, give me two more weeks. <laughs> okay, 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 we'll wait for you. Yeah? Wait for you. Yeah. So why 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 is LinkedIn so important? For, like not just for you, but why should definitely people look at LinkedIn? Some quick, some, okay, some so, quick reasons. I know why, but I want to hear from you. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, when we're talking about LinkedIn, is the largest professional network um, networking application in the world, and for anybody who seeks to be able, who seeks to be able, who seeks to. Um, advance yourself in terms of your career your business whatever thing that is formal if i should put it that way i think linkedin is the best place for you i think it's the best bet for whatever you're doing if you want to build a personal brand and you want to advance you want to advance your career your business i think linkedin is really the best place for you because you can actually get to connect with people who are in the same business as you mm. your potential clients different people from wherever, from different parts of the world. And yeah. it's literally going to change things for you. So LinkedIn being the largest professional networking application, I'd rather you be there. I mean, Instagram is good. All those places are good. <laughs> be there, right? But then when think of LinkedIn as another place that you should um, want to build and LinkedIn will literally do a lot for you. So the thing is that once, because of the way, the nature of LinkedIn and its formal approach per se, I yeah. mean, yeah, now nowadays, Nowadays, LinkedIn gets a bit soft. It's in terms crazy, of, though, yeah, yeah, right. However, I mean, it's still, it's still a great platform mm -hmm. for anybody who wants to expand their business and to expand their career and just get to know people, relevant people in certain industries and all of that. And I think that's what LinkedIn is to me. And I couldn't agree why, more. Yeah. So it's become more of a creator's platform. So what's happening yeah. is that now you have things like the LinkedIn Creators yeah, Accelerator yeah. Program. Yeah, yeah. You have um, LinkedIn pushing people to use the follow a call to action rather than the connect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a nice, subtle, but big change yeah, yeah. that they've made. Mm -hmm. 
and then they've also got a lot more creators on there. You've seen mm -hmm. a lot more um, celebrities on there. Yeah. You know, even like um, Ryan Reynolds, yeah, you know, Ryan even Reynolds. like um, mm -hmm. uh, Kevin Durant, like people that you wouldn't think yeah, yeah. that aren't linked to that now. On the other time, I saw Edward Mendy there. Really, the goalkeeper. Yeah, Crazy. I was shocked. I was like, <laughs> "What?" <laughs> and he was with the suit, and I was like, "What?" I was shocked. So yeah, I think at this point in time, Ningning is really hitting one of their highs. Really, uh, absolutely, it yeah. really is. It, it's it's doing wonders right now, honestly. And for anybody, who, I think Ningning right now, if you want to join Ningning, I think now is the best time. It is the you know, time. applications or a lot of these social media apps have their peak times where. You know their reach is high, their organic yeah. reach. So Absolutely, yeah. Very soon they will kill it. They'll kill it. Yeah, they will. Yeah, they will kill it. Yeah. Right. So yeah, once true. once it's dead, it will be much difficult for you to grow on the apps. But for very for true. us that we are already on, yeah. I mean, for all the best to us. Yeah. I know the world is your oyster, <laughs> yeah. and you know the, the sky is the limit, or maybe yeah. the, maybe the universe is. Who yeah. Knows? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm glad we see iTar and LinkedIn. Yeah. I mean, LinkedIn is such an underrated platform, and I preach a lot about it. Um, yeah. People don't really see the potential of it. And how important it is to post consistently. You have to post consistently on LinkedIn. It's very important. Yeah. All right. Um, so you, I know you're big into personal development. I mean, I know there's books that you've mentioned in our previous conversations. I'm like, I think Sell or Be Sold. I think that's a book. I'm not sure if that's the name of the book. No, sell like crazy. Sell like crazy. Yeah, that's sell like it. crazy. Yeah. yeah. So why is I mean, so for you, like, um, why is personal development important for you? Why should, why do the listeners need to pay attention to it? Okay, so when it comes to personal development, the reason why I think it's so important is that, first of all, if you do not take things into your own hands, right, life will happen to you. Mm. That's, that's why a lot of people don't, don't really take into consideration. The thing is that in life, you have to be able to hold the reins. Do not wait for things to happen to you. You have to be able to take control of things. You know, for you to be able to give life to any vision, dream, or goal that you have, it requires labor or requires something adios. So, for example, when our parents were giving birth to us or when your mother was giving birth to you, she had to go through labor and adios something, right? So, for you to be able to give life to any dream, vision, or whatever, or whatever thing you have, you mm. have to go through a period of labor Come on or an adios something. Even if it was a C-section for you, I mean, it's still <laughs> adios, right? Right, there was still adios. So the thing is that you have to be able to take things into your own hands. Anything that you want to give life to, you have to go through. You have to go through that labor period, right? And don't think if anything is going to come on the silver platter because even silver has to had to go through the mud, the stones that were extracted from the ground, mm. it had to be melted with fire. So even silver did not come on the platter. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. So when it comes to personal development. You have to be able to think, take things into your own hands. And that's what personal development is to me. You have to now decide that, okay, I want to build my capacity. I want to build my capacity for certain things that I want to do. If you want to learn how to make more money, start reading more business books. Start reading all these things. That's what personal development is about. To me. It's about you deciding to take matters into your own hands. Then you decide that, okay, now I want to decide that I'm growing at this. I want yeah. to learn from people who have been able to do it. And I just model my model my life according to certain strategies that they've been able to um churn out yeah. and then it will be great for me so for me personal development is taking your life into your own hands and literally charting the course of your own destiny so oh, that's, that's that's what it is to me. that's what it is yeah. Yeah. thank you so thank you for sharing that yeah. park racing those yeah. are absolute yeah. nuggets really just 
owning being owning your, your your development and your growth and not just waiting life to happen to you but really exactly. taking life by by the hands and just really going for it fantastic fantastic stuff and um personal development how i think i mean i think it's pretty key when it comes to when you when you look at of course this podcast is centered around ghana and you look at um the ghana education system you look at the ghana working system yeah um i think if more people took personal development seriously i think we would solve a lot of lot of problems a lot of poverty yeah, yeah. um a lot more jobs would be created a lot more cool. entrepreneurship um paths would be forged and a lot more um better edu relevant education would take place as well how how do you see in the future of of these areas moving forward when it comes to the ghanaian educational system i don't know i just i just feel something is wrong fundamentally and it just Something was wrong fundamentally. So kids normally for us who a lot of us that grew up through the system, if you, if you do not really take personal development serious, I don't know where exactly you're going to end up. You have to really take these things serious. Even for me, before I decided to even pop out on LinkedIn or start building my personal brand, I took seven months. So from September 2021 all the way to April 2021, I wasn't I wasn't building, I had I didn't have a personal brand. I wasn't actively okay. building one. April I, of course, I had a personal brand, of course. Everybody April. has a personal brand. I wasn't okay. building it. Yeah. 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 During that period, all I was doing was developing myself, personal development books. Literally, seven months. People do not know that. So people just see me pop out just like that and like, who's this guy? What, where is he from? All of a sudden. And they don't know that for seven months, I was just uh, building myself, my presence. I wasn't, I was just reading books, consuming Russell Branson to Grant Cardone, different people. I was literally learning, building my capacity. So personal development for me is a way, is, is an escape from society's, um, from society's uh, models that can literally keep you out. So now when it comes to the Ghanaian educational system, you know, the other time there was this, there was this girl who came to me and she wanted, she was going for a vetting, a student vetting something. And she was like, oh, I don't have confidence. And she's so scared she's going to flop mm. and all of that. And then I was like, okay, fine. She should come see me and then we'll talk about this. And then we figure out, we figure, we figure out a way around this, right? Yeah. Okay, so now we, we were speaking and all of a sudden I realized that we were just having the session. I was training her on certain questions and how yeah. she could ask. But I, was, I just realized that no, something is wrong, right? It's, it's not that she can't answer the questions, but it's, it's just because she doesn't have enough belief. Her confidence is low, right? So I had, to, I had to ask him. I had to ask her so many questions. And I realized that the educational system was really a part of everything. So mm. I don't know. If, I don't know. I, did you grow up in like... Um, did you go to the um, JHS in Ghana? Or I did. School? I did. I, okay. I lived. I lived in Ghana for three years. I yeah. went to JSS. I went to Morningstar. Morningstar. For three okay, years. Okay. Yeah. So I went to. I was oh, in I form see. one, form two, form three. All right. Ghana, yeah. Oh, I see. Oh, that's <laughs> good. Okay. I, so I don't think at that, at that time that happened to you, but okay. Kindergarten for yeah. anybody who's watching, if you're in Ghana, you grew up, you had nursery in Ghana, kindergarten in Ghana, you know this thing. When, for example, a teacher asks a question, right? And you get the question wrong. Let's say you lift your hand up and yeah. say, okay, hello, teacher, I want to answer the question. And you say, okay, so what's one plus one? And you say three. Yeah. She's going to look at you and say, okay, the whole class say, I don't know if you had this thing. Oh, she, 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 shame, a wild dog. Whoa, whoa. 
I think yeah, so. I think yeah, so. right. It's, I think it's, so, yeah. Does anybody who's watching will really agree to yeah. this. Or we had something similar, at least. Yeah. Something right? similar, yeah. And literally, what you've done to the kid is that you've dampened the, the, the kid's spirit. Hmm. Because the kid willingly puts his hand up. Yeah. And now, now because the person doesn't know the answer, you are mm. shaming him, letting all his peers laugh at him. Now, the next time, if he has the answer to a question that you asked, even if it's correct, is he going to put his hand up the next time? No, he's not going to do that when you've killed his confidence. Mm. So that's where it starts from. And that's, those are some of the experiences of the Ghanaian educational system that people go through. So a lot of Ghanaians come out and they're not so confident. So they're shy to speak in front of people. They're shy to literally take things into their own hands and do certain things for themselves. So with this girl, I realized that this was one of, this is something that actually affected her. She had been through very dire experiences with teachers in Ghana and all of that. I'm not saying that Ghanaian is totally bad. I mean, I go through it and I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm sharp. <laughs> but it's great. But I mean, there are aspects of it that really do not, um, do not necessarily favor us. But if we could change those things, we'll be super, super. I think Ghana will be on another level if we can just change things fundamentally, just a few things fundamentally. But apart from that, I think our educational system is great. So I had to now help her now develop a develop a new mindset mm. right so all of a sudden her confidence was high so when we were done in fact i just i spent the whole time just boosting her confidence helping her to up her self-esteem and to, i taught her so many different things about self-esteem and literally after she went for that thing because so many of her friends knew that she's a shy person she's a she's so shy that girl was so shy so she went for the vetting and she came out as the highest person wow. among all the other candidates wow Fantastic. Just boosting her confidence literally mm. changed the whole thing. So that's the thing. So I mean, when it comes to the educational system, I think personal development, I mean, that was a personal development thing. And I just helped her boost, boost her confidence, up her self-esteem. Everything about her changed just from her mindset. And from that, she was able to now be top of the vetting. And that was literally something that, that I mean, is, is an escape from literally the educational system that we have over here. And that's, that's my viewpoint on it, that personal development for me is, escape, is an escape from whatever system is there that has been put in place by um, our society. Wow, fantastic. And I think what the changes you made in that person's life was powerful. I mean, I think a lot of psychological changes as well. Yeah, because yeah. if there's a mind block that you can't do something, or you're not good enough, et cetera, et cetera. It's exactly. only going to limit you from yeah. what you can do. She actually ended up leaving me a recommendation on oh, LinkedIn. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. That's wonderful. It, it literally changed. Yeah. Like she, she always calls me and just says, honestly, that time really yeah. changed my life. Yeah. And for me, that, that's, that's when I began to see that personal development is too necessary, it's, too key. It's essential, man. Yeah, it's, it's essential. essential. To compete literally. in this society and to excel in this society, you need to continue to you know, grow, grow yourself. So keep listening to podcasts like this. Yeah. So you yeah. Can continue to bring yeah. people like Park Racy in the show that can uplift you and encourage you, inspire you and, you know, give you the tips, tricks and the blueprints that you need to succeed in your life and your business or your career. Wow. I'm really enjoying this conversation, Park Racy. Yeah. Um, just to wrap up, um, do you have any 2023 plans? Yeah, I have a few plans. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, normally I don't, I don't, normally I don't, I don't literally, dwell on my plans and speak them out aloud. But I think in this year, I'll be starting my first organization, actually. Mm -hmm. It's going to be called Revolute. 
So wow. you, got, you guys are actually the first people here in the sound of our crowd again. So <laughs> there we go. Revolid, yeah, first. yeah. <laughs> so Revolid will be coming up shortly during the year. It's going to be a personal development thing, helping people. Um, for for now, I think it will be non-profit. Okay. So we're just all we're doing is just help people, helping people literally build confidence, find, discover the purpose, and um, other things, build other soft skills, public speaking, and yeah. I think um, not even just those things. We ought to even move into digital stuff Fantastic. yeah right um, just helping people build tech skills or things that can literally make them relevant in the modern day that's Absolutely. what revolution yeah. is about revolution revolutionary leadership so, oh that's where revolution yeah, comes from yeah. revolutionary leadership, leadership. Yeah, that's so, clever you yeah. put those two words together yeah, made so, a one new yeah. word so we'll, we'll put everything out yeah um, yeah so I, I don't speak too much about that that's but, no problem at all but know. You hear it too, then yeah. yeah. Keep keep it locked in. We'll yeah. have we'll have the details in, in the show notes, yeah. where, so you can follow Parkways on LinkedIn and everything, so you can keep up to what keep up with what he's doing. And of course, when Rebel 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 Lead Rebel Lead, Rebel 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 Lead. Lead comes yeah. out, then you'll be able to um, check it out. Absolutely. And then in this year, I'll be running a lot of master classes, especially on how to really build your personal brand and really monetize from it. I'm doing something called a digital entrepreneurship masterclass. Mm -hmm. It's still in the pipeline, but that, that thing I think will be one of my, all my flagship things that mm. I'll be doing this year. So I, that's all I can say for now. But then I think we just, let's, let's watch and see what God does. Amen. Because yeah, yeah, he's the orphan finisher of our yeah. faith. And he's yeah. the one that gives us the ideas and the capabilities yeah. to execute these, these wonderful um, ideas. Akwesi, it's been a fantastic yeah. conversation. Yeah. Um, where can people find you? Okay. Um, no, you can find me on LinkedIn. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> LinkedIn at Park, we see Folsom. Folsom is not an R, it's Folsom, F-O-L-S-O-N. Um, literally, for now, you can find me on LinkedIn. Let's yeah. just keep it at LinkedIn. I actually yeah. went to someone, I actually went to Morningstar with, with okay. a guy whose surname was Forson, F-O-R-S-O-N, his surname was Forson. Yeah. So it was very, when I heard Forson, I was like, oh, that's interesting. Is that a mistake or is that actually the name? I don't know. I really don't know about that, but that's how That's how your name is. That's why I respect that, yeah. It's been there for since, I don't know, it's been there for so long. I'm sure it's around because you keep meeting new people and then you just find new names and surnames. It's interesting, it's interesting. You think you know the names, but you don't. Yeah, and I think the forces are a lot, so it's great I'm focusing. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's different. It's unique as well, right? Okay, so LinkedIn and... Yeah, so just LinkedIn. Just, just LinkedIn, LinkedIn, yeah. That's where you want people to find yeah. you, yeah. All right, okay, cool. And do you have any announcements? I mean, um, you have, apart from the 2023 plans you've shared. Yeah, so just just keep, just um, follow me on LinkedIn. You'll literally see any updates that I have coming on. Um, yeah. More more ebooks to build people and all yeah. of that. So, yeah. There you go. So, there you have it, guys. Parkwesi Folsom, our, our public speaker, Gen Z influencer, LinkedIn expert, personal development coach, and so on and so forth. We'll have all the show notes in terms of the, the links, the references, the nuggets, and the tips that we've had on this episode by heading over to thesoundofacrowd.com forward slash parkwacy. That's thesoundofacrowd.com forward slash parkwacy. That's P-A-A-K-W-E-S-I. YouTube, if you're watching, please hit like and subscribe on your way out. Share it with, with someone, tell a friend, and please Give us a five-star review on the Spotify and Apple podcast platforms. It does help us more than you ever know. On that note, that's another episode. Thank you so much. And we'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye. Bye. Cheers. <laughs>